Hi, this is T. It's Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. I am T and I'm here with my girls. And I'm Joey, and I'm here. <laughs> and I'm Quana. I'm here. We in here. <laughs> Ow. Hi, ladies. Hey. It's been a minute. It's always been a minute. Yes. I've been gone for a minute, now I'm back with a jump, jump off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Love little Kim. Anyways, <laughs> what y'all been up to? Because we've been busy. You took a little break. It's little been break a break. Enough get, for you to miss us, but we'll be back. Hey, yeah, hey. vacay. Hey, hey. So <laughs> tell us what y'all have been up to. Anna, what you been up to? You went on vacation too, right? I did. I went to go see some family. Mm-hmm. I got to see family that I haven't seen in years. Like family Always who good. haven't seen me since I was like a teenager. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Yeah. So that was nice. That was nice. That's to... like a full circle moment too because you're yeah. like a mother. Yeah. So I brought the baby woman. with me and they were like, oh, wow, you're so sweet. And so that was nice to be able to be around family and bring my daughter around family that she didn't really know. And, mm-hmm. you know, she got spoiled. Everyone gave her gifts and of snacks course. and whatever she wanted. So. She's like, she's never like, take me back. Yeah, she's take like, another back. auntie? More sure. snacks? More sure. Things? Sure. No problem. Okay. <laughs> so that was good. And then just came back, back at work. This week has been a little rough with the news cycle that's been going mm. on. Yeah. Mm. So we talked about exhausting. that in church today. Yeah. It's been a lot going on but just through it all just trying to like relax Mm -hmm. you know take breaks um sleep you know (laughs) yes it's talking about the fundamentals of sleep early it is necessary though you know maybe watch something funny like just try to keep your spirits up exactly joey what you been up to what have i been up to Work, work, work. Um, what else? I do want to shout out my dad. Yes, your dad. Yes, I want to yes, shout daddy. out my papa. Poppy. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, my dad used to be in a reggae band back in the day um, when we were in the, well, when we, when he <laughs> was in the islands. What island? Dominica. Okay. 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 Not um, the Dominican Republic, y'all. Okay. Dominican. Hey. Don't yes, know some where of y'all it is. ignorant motherfuckers out there be trying to fuck it up. Listen, it's... they be getting me tight, and I, I hate when I meet people who are from the islands and they still get it twisted. Oh, I'm like, really? There are a lot of Seriously? islands. Okay, in can that you area. before you can you tell them Dominica? It's Dominica and Dominican Republic. Okay, two different places. You gotta roll it differently places. on the tongue. Okay, but anyway, but my dad, um, he was in many bands growing up. Toward the nation. Like, he has so many stories. I definitely got to bring him up here one day. Yeah, we should interview but him. But we should. He would love that. And, he, you know, he's mad cool. Yes. But um, but he got back into things. He did a few shows the past couple months. The first show, he did drumming for Wayne Wonder. Yes. Up in oh. Harlem. No letting go. No holding back. back. Yes. Yes. It was <laughs> such a dope, dope show. He was oh. so excited. Go, um, Yes. Yeah, it it was in Brooklyn, right? It was in Harlem. Oh, Harlem. Okay. Yeah, it was in Harlem. And then last week he performed at Silvana's, which I was able to attend with my mom, which was so, so dope. Like, he felt like a rock star because as he's drumming, his face (laughs) on your Instagram, I say, he is loving this. Yo. He was so serious, and I was just like, all right, Mom, I got to go get a video of him. Aww. So I got up, and I went in the corner, and the moment he spotted me, like, a Aww. big smile went across Aww. his face. So I was so like, oh, my sweet. God. You're, like, his, like, biggest fan. For real. <laughs> he felt like a rock star. When he was done, he came out. Everyone's giving him, and, like, the band high oh, fives and all that. So 
So that was really, really dope. So shout outs to my daddy. Yeah. Shout out to I'm here doing shout things. Shout out. Oh, your yeah. dad is amazing. He's, He's a rock amazing. Star. <laughs> awesome. He's been wanting to do music forever since he was younger. And he got into that after a while. You know, you have kids, you got to yeah. start. You know, trying to raise children, basically. But mm-hmm. it's good to see him, like, back in that. And that just, like, fuels me. Because yeah. I'm just, like... Something that makes him happy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You need that outlet. Because yeah. life is tough. You need to have that creative. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. But awesome. that's about it. Yeah. You know, other than that, just working life and chilling. Yeah. Chilling. What about you, T? What you been getting into? Um, hmm. <laughs> A lot. In the beginning of the month, I went to Cali to see my sister. Mm-hmm. She graduated from high school, so shout Congrats. out to yeah, yes. shout out to my sister. Then I came right back, and then my younger brother graduated from middle school. Congrats, yes, <laughs> big sis T. Yes, I'm getting my children together. <laughs> uh, and then I just recently came back from Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great time there. Was on my worst behavior. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> Miami is the place to do it. Miami is so fun. It's so much fun. So fun. I did every well, not did everything. I'm about but to say, hold on. I didn't now. do that much. I, go, I just, I just mixed my liquors together because mm. you know it was the last night and we bought so much liquor. Right. So we had tequila. <laughs> Trying to go through all the pops. Yeah, we had tequila, rum. They had shots with vodka. breakfast. Yeah, it was just Woke a, up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I needed a vacation from my vacation, mm. but. Uh, it was so much fun. I had a great time. Shout out to all the friends that I went to. You guys are real ones. And shout out to my homeboy who was holding me down when I was so intoxicated. I started, it was so blurry. Mm. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I was sad when I came back that to found out about the death of XXX. X, oh, X, yeah. X. I don't know how to say his name correctly. So Tentacion? I'm not going to. Yeah. Literally the day I came back. Um, the next day he passed away. So mm-hmm. rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. But that leads us to in our discussion for today because today's topic is all about rap beefs. Mm-hmm. And we're dedicating this one to the men mm-hmm. with the rap beef battles. All three of us pick different beefs throughout the years that we want to dissect and mm-hmm. talk about and give a you know a female's perspective. Because I feel like all dudes always be talking about yes, the beef. The beef, beef and and yeah, well, we got opinions We got too. thoughts. Yes. Yeah, we got thoughts. Lots of thoughts. Yes. But before we do that, like we always like to do to prepare for the topic at hand, we like to play a game. Yeah. And Kwana is the host of the games. <laughs> she holds the games. The host of the games. Yeah, she holds us down. <laughs> games on the podcast, not in real life. So Ooh, get it right. Get it right. Clear. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I went through a couple um, articles on some musical feuds so i wanted to not just talk about the rap beef since we will be getting very deep into the beefs that we chose but um i wanted to include a few beefs because you know these pop stars out here be beefing too okay oh is this pop pop star edition (laughs) i i was all inclusive with the beef, beef. with this this is good because then my mind is not gonna be exactly yeah so i'm ready i'm ready so i tried to make these as hard as possible, but mm, I'm pretty sure, you know, you ladies are definitely smart enough to get these. Let's see, hopefully. Let's see. Um, mm-hmm. Don't set the bar But <laughs> I tried to keep out, like, his and her so you guys wouldn't know exactly the gender because then I think a lot of times that gives it away. Okay. But I tried to keep it as general yeah. as possible, but um, I have six scenarios for you guys. Okay. So I would like for you guys to answer 
like this person versus this person. Oh okay. wow. Yes. Okay. So people who are listening out there, please play along with us. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see if y'all the MVPs or Joey or I is. So this game is called Bring the Beef. Hey, All right. No bring pork. it on. No pork up in here. <laughs> All beef. <laughs> USAD. <laughs> Angus beef. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, so first beef up on here. Okay, this musical beef started between two friends in November 1994 when one of the musicians involved was robbed at gunpoint and shot five times outside of a recording studio in New York City, which he suspected his friend was in on. He got robbed and shot five times? Mm -hmm. And he survived? Mm -hmm. In 1990 what? 1994, November of 1994. Wow. Mm. Well, just that alone, I'm going to say that the genre is hip-hop. I know that's stereotypical, but I'm just saying. It is hip-hop. I mean, I was trying to keep like... Dates in there, so you can be like, "Ooh, ninety four. Okay, Who was popping in ninety four? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm thinking Biggie, Pop. We talking survive, survived the shots. I know. I want to say, I'm thinking further along, like fifty when Damn, you got shot nine times, five, mm-hmm. six. I know. I don't know about nobody in ninety ninety four. Five times. Yes, he was okay. robbed at gunpoint, okay. shot five times outside, outside of the recording, of recording studio in New York. Can City. we? Can we? Can we? Can we a- get a record label? Will record label give it away? Can I have a hint? East Coast, West Coast? Yeah. All that will give it away. Damn. All of that. That's why I was like, ooh, how oh, can I record label. These? Oh, but you said New York, though. So. Yeah, it's New York. Yeah, so the what recording rec- studio is, was in New York City where he got robbed and shot outside of. And he suspected his friend was in on it, which is what started this. Was this Bad Boy Entertainment? I can't even say. <laughs> she said it's going to give if it I, away. If I get, it will definitely give it away. If it's Bad Boy if it's any, if I say anything, if I say like the the actual like okay. what re- is the person bald? <laughs> <laughs> um, that that will give it away. What is it? That means they bald, man. They bald. I no. can't. I can't answer any more questions. Okay, I don't know I if this person was shot, but I'm gonna say it. And for y'all hip hop heads, do not come for me, okay? But <laughs> I'm gonna. But I mean, what's who's the feud? Like, who oh, are the two God people? Like it. this versus this. Friends. And the friend that he thought did it is the person yes. that he was so feuding with. So they started out as friends. They were they were friends, friendly friends. They were fine. There was no beef. And then this incident happened, and it was like, okay, I'm thinking you were in on you it. were in on this, and shit. this is what this is what started the beef. Ninety four, mm. New York, November nineteen ninety four. Let me know if you guys are... I need another hint, because I don't know. Hmm. Okay, give me first initial of at least one person. Okay, I'm going to give you his real first name okay. initial. Okay, okay. One person, uh, their first name starts with C. C. Oh, is that Curtis Jackson? <laughs> Up in 94, though? I don't know, because he got shot too in the face, I think. <laughs> first name... Yeah, he got shot. First name C, last name W. Curtis... Um, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. Christopher Wallace. So it's Biggie. So he was shot before. Yeah. So no, he wasn't the one who shot him. Someone is accusing him of shooting him. So was oh. it Jay? No, not Jay Z. No, no, no. no Jay not was Jay-Z. after all of that. Yeah, but Jay Z and Pac were friends. T, uh. you're T, you're close. Go back to your first thought. <laughs> no, you said Biggie. It's, it's Biggie. I know. Biggie. Biggie versus who else he had beef with though? Uh, Come on, y'all. Pop. Iconic. Pop is- 
Biggie and Tupac? Yes. But they survived? They had a feud before the whole yeah, situation? Well, they were friendly at first. Tupac came to New York City uh-huh. to do uh-huh. some recordings, got robbed and shot outside of studio. Oh, because Biggie, Biggie died after... Um, no, this is like... Way before the beef. This is beef, when, beef. when the beef started. This is how it started. But, um, yeah, so the first one is... Tupac and Biggie. Tupac was Damn, shot. I feel dumb now. I feel yes. dumb as hell. Because I didn't know they had a future. <laughs> Did you know it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that they had a future okay, so thing. Our engineer's sitting here like. Our engineer knew. I'm looking at him like, and he's like. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Dang, shout out to Ryan. You know man. why? You know why? I think we didn't get it because we were like, oh, it's not that obvious. But it was really mm, that obvious. I was thinking obvious. it's not that obvious, and I know the year that Biggie passed, but then I'm, I didn't know that they had the a beginning. whole. Yeah, yeah we didn't before. know. We weren't familiar with the beginning. And I'm like, who got shot? Yes. The only person I'm thinking who got shot so many times in yeah. Survivor is 50 Cent. Yeah. Like, well, you know what? Was like 94. When I was going through these, I didn't either, but I do remember Tupac being shot before. Mm. Like, before, you know, the shot that actually killed him, he was shot before. So, reading that, I was like, oh, okay, this so this is must have been the time. Interesting. Okay. okay, I hope I hope y'all out there got it. Hopefully, we sound crazy. We need. I know. We learn in the day, you guys. Have, we learn in the day. You have yeah, hip hop is more. not our forte. It's not our forte. You have five more <laughs> scenarios. Yes, if there are any R and B people who. <laughs> How we listen. We R&B. shout out to Rapalonius because I feel For like they would have got that. The whole time I was like, I need Kadeem. Yo, where's Kadeem? Where's Blake? Where's everybody? Where's Angela? Like, Angela, Blake, Kadeem. They're laughing at us right I now. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Next one. <laughs> next feud. This feud began between two singers Ooh. over backup dancers that allegedly left one singer's tour and went to work on another singer's tour in 2014. I'm when 14. one of the singers talked about the feud in a Rolling Stone cover story article, she was met with a cryptic tweet later the next day from her rival, which read, watch out for the Regina George in sheep's clothing. <laughs> this sounds like some Katy Perry, <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift shit. <laughs> Is that your final answer? No. <laughs> I know they got beef, though. They do. They do. Backup dancers? I feel like that could be it because they got back, backup dancers too. That's true. And Taylor Swift would definitely would be that Regina George type bitch. Mm, she with is such a sneak. Regina George. I feel like that's not it. Off her. For some reason, I feel like it is. It is? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Hold on now. Let me think for a minute. Well, that's my final answer. Joey, you could come up with your own final answer. <laughs> what you mean? Why right? can't be the same? What if it's right though? Uh, I don't know if it's right. <laughs> okay. So, 2014. I'm a... I think that's it. So Katy Perry versus Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah, you guys are correct. Ah! <laughs> oh, look at us getting the pop shit, but we can't get the hip hop shit. What the fuck is wrong with us? We can't have black because, card revoked. It's because we know Taylor Swift, and I feel like that gave it away because she's a snake. She's a snake. Snake bitch. She is. She is very. Sneaky. We don't know her, but you know, we know. Uh, we need to do better. Well, well, you'll I'm, have more chances. You'll okay. Have, you'll have, you'll have, All right. Third pass. one. You'll third one. <laughs> okay. So number three. Mm-hmm. This feud began in March 2015. Oh. After a singer voiced their desire to leave the music industry to live life as a normal 22-year-old, but was spotted days later in a recording studio with a well-known producer. 
making his former bandmates upset, which resulted in many battles over Twitter. Ooh, I, I feel like I know this. Is this Zayn versus One Direction? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is that your final answer? It yes. is. Yes, that's okay. right. <laughs> okay. Uh, why are we getting these answers? Because Listen, these... I love me some Zayn. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song he had out that was so... Was it Pillow Talk? Oh, yeah. Pillow Talk. Yeah. Uh-huh. That album and was good. And then everybody was on the remix. Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. That is why y'all know, because it starts to go into the realm of... <laughs> But then you know what? The nineteen ninety. I mean, we should know the whole. Yeah, we sh- should. Know I'm that slapping beef. myself. Yeah, for that, I'm, but okay. I'm upset. I'm upset. Well, I'm, upset. I'm <laughs> venturing back into hip hop for this next one. Okay. Okay. This is number okay. four, right? Yes, number four. Okay. I'm hot. Y'all hot. I'm hot. I'm, <laughs> I'm hot. sweating. I'm upset. Hey. Yes. Okay. So number four. This musical beef involves two rappers, who both come from Brooklyn, New York. Briefly attended the same high school. Oh, oh. Released their solo debut albums in 1996, a week apart, and was photographed together on the Source magazine in February of 1997. And it's, are they women or male? I feel like that may give it away if I say. She said she couldn't do it. I'm thinking. But go with your first mind. Go with your I'm thinking Foxy and Lil' Kim, but. I don't think they went to the same school because one is from different boroughs, so that's not it. Well, it's briefly attended the same high school, released their sol- solo debut albums in 1996, a week apart, was photographed together on the source on the source on magazine the source. cover. I'm thinking, ooh. So, am I right? Am I wrong? Is that your final answer? Am I trying to give you answers though? And no, we in- <laughs> remember a minute ago we were in this together. I know. Now we separate. So which one is it, Jolita? I had to think about it. I said, wait, who got one up right now? Jolita, <laughs> let us know. I feel you? like I've seen Foxy and Kim both in the source, like that image. Yeah, right like there. right here. It's right here. We have it right here on the wall in Where the studio. So Hold look on. up. If that's not a sign, oh, I don't shit. know what is. <laughs> And she looking, they both looking at me in my face. They're but like, you, bitch, if you don't say that answer. <laughs> final answer. Yo, we need that picture. Final answer. That's final the final answer. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. That's God. That was God. That was God. You guys are correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is so hilarious. So I, I looked up and I said, ooh. They looking at me. If you guys could see in the studio, there's pictures of artists and musicians all, all over, over and the place, that of specific magazine wow. cover it's is right in a frame. There. Shouts out to North Radio Cooperative. Okay. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Paying the bills. Okay. That was good. That was awesome. <laughs> that was. Wow. That was freaky. Yes. That was. I felt wow. that, and it came to me so naturally. How did you even look up? What made you look up? You know what? Okay, so y'all don't know this about me. I have like a really crazy. Like my short term, my short, well, my intuition is crazy too, but my short term memory is not that good. But my long term memory mm. is great. Mm. And I, long term memory being here a couple of times, I remember. You remember mm. that. Yeah. And Maybe I see, that's it too, because I was like, I, I see, see the vision. Magazine. I see them in a magazine, like together. And like, and I'm trying to figure out where I saw it. And I looked up and I was like, wow. here. That's awesome. All right, number five. Yes. Yes. Are we good? Yeah, you guys are doing well. We got two more. Okay. Shout out to us. Number five. Um, this one you guys might get pretty off the bat, but uh, the, don't, 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 don't hype us up. Number one went a little <laughs> left, but okay. Number five. These high octave singers Ooh. began their alleged rivalry in 1990 during a TV interview when one was asked about oh, the other. I know who So which we get the iconic phrase. 
What do I think of her? I don't think of her. Uh, this is Destiny Childs. Is that your final Versus child? who, though? Oh. Yeah, it's a rivalry. So, who's versus who? LaToya Luckett. <laughs> mm, LaToya. Not LaToya Luckett. Who's the other one? I Let th- me know La- if you guys want to read it over. No, I, th- I feel like I know this answer. Oh, go ahead then. I think mm-hmm. Mariah is one of them. But it's a group. Five octave. Oh, no, is that what the, you said? These high octave singers. Oh, high octave singers. No, I think it's Mariah. And I, Whitney Houston? And Whit- was it Whitney that she had beef with? Yes. I think it was Whitney. And then they came back together. Because I feel like I remember seeing a clip of that interview where she's like, I don't think of her. And then she like walks <laughs> or something like yeah. that. I'm going with Mariah she, and, and Whitney. Houston. It's final answer. Yes, my final, final answer. answer. What's my, your final answer? My final answer ah! too. You was I'm on some Disney shit. I'm telling you they had beef. You was... Listen, I said Mariah Carey, you talking about some but Beyonce then I asked, with Toya Luckett. Qua- I asked Kwana to Listen, be, I said, Kwana, that's Kwana, my final Kwana, answer. Wait, 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 I don't wait, know wait. what she doing. I asked Kwana <laughs> to go back and say, did you say five octave or they have octave? After I and said Mariah. After she said Listen. that, I was like, don't come for me because I didn't send for you. We going to run the tape. What? Look at these feuds starting up in here. Okay, beef. we starting to beef. <laughs> Joey against T. What's up? What's good? Miley, would she say Miley was good? Miley Joey, was what's good? Kwana, my final answer is. Kwana, our Kay. final answer okay. is. <laughs> well, both of you ladies are correct. Thank you. Mariah mm-hmm. and Whitney. So mm-hmm. it was, Whitney was the one on TV. Okay. Who was like, she what do I think them. of her? I don't. I don't think of her. Wow, so Mariah, Whitney was the shady one. Can, I mean, we but they both. Yeah, yeah. crack both is cheap. Oh. I was gonna put the I was gonna put the other one. You know that I don't know her, but I skipped that uh, one because I thought that one would be very true. Easy. Yeah. Well, did you see Lil Kim the other day? She was interviewed and they asked her if she knew about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj's yeah, feud, she's and she's like, oh, "Oh, Cardi, I love her, but who? Yeah. The other I, I don't know her. I don't but, know her. You know, um, yeah, but a word. Sure, that's another beef, honey. That's a whole yeah. other episode. Yeah, we will get to Rap Beats, the female edition, volume two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what's number six? What's number six? <laughs> number six. Okay. These two pop stars played rivals in a Saturday Night Live sketch in 2009 before an actual feud began between the two in 2011 after a single was released from one of the singers that many said replicated a song by the other pop star in 1989 called Express Yourself. Express Yourself, 1989? I'm thinking two, but I don't... Oh, 89? No, no. Express Yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this new person is like a rendition of the original person in a sense. Yeah. Younger. You know, maybe not a okay, reimagination of, but just younger and, you know. Express yourself. Is that a... Ariana Grande and who's the older person though? Who they didn't they always say she sounded like Mariah? Was it Mariah? Did Mariah have a song called "Express Yourself"? I don't. Know. That don't sound like a Mariah song. I'm just thinking "Express Yourself," but I know <laughs> <laughs> I know that ain't it. <laughs> I'm thinking well, like I'm thinking Janet. Here, 1989. I'm thinking Jan- no, not Janet. Sounds like a Janet song, but has Janet ever been on Saturday Night Live? I'm thinking Madonna. What year did that new person come out? 2011. Mm-hmm. So this song, no, this I new like, song, like came Mariah out in 2011. And people were like, oh, that sounds similar to Express Yourself. And then from there, the feud was born. And it's pop stars. Is it Madonna? Think about pop stars. 1989. Doesn't have to be women, though. But I feel like it is. Mmm. I don't know. Oh, this one's tricky. Can we phone a friend? <laughs> and I'm talking to? about... Uh, our man Ryan, over what there. you think? <laughs> <laughs> Who you gonna talk to, Ryan? Ryan, what you think? 
Yeah, what do you think? Uh, go with your first gut. Go with your first, the first thing that was in your head. Go go with that. You said Ariana Grande. Because I just know that people said that she sound like Mariah. Mariah. And, but I don't know if Mariah what, would perform that, with her on SNL. Yes, they, perf- they played Rivals in a sketch on, on Saturday Night Live in 2009. And in 2009, that was, oh, so then that's before... Yeah. So then an oh, actual yeah. feud began two years later when J-Lo, that song came out. I remember J-Lo being on SNL, Express Yourself. That's the part that got me hung up, the Express Yourself part. I'm still stuck on that damn song. I will give you another hint, which I think will give it away. But the song that came out that sounds similar to Express Yourself, it starts with a B. It's a three-word song. Starts with a B. Very, very, very popular, like very famous pop star that is still famous right now. Is that a Britney and Madonna? Is that your final answer? I'm gonna just guess Britney and Madonna. Okay, but even though I don't, I don't think they feuded. <laughs> no, they did, and they kissed. They kissed. So it's not that. <laughs> so how they feuding? They kissing? Maybe they feuding over the kiss. That shit was whack. I know, wickety whack. <laughs> Um, Too much. I don't know. I will say Madonna is one of them. Oh, I knew shit. Madonna was one. So who's the other? Miley Cyrus. No. 2009, though? Mm-hmm. So think of a pop star who was super, 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 super I'm just going to say. While we were still in college. So, can't give up. Commit. <laughs> commit. <laughs> Listen, like, once you commit, you got to so commit. So Madonna versus who? The world. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's a recent beat. Um, I'm just gonna say Madonna and Britney. Even no, though I feel like that's wrong. Say Ariana, no, Ariana. No, she's no, a popular. 2009. Rihanna, Miley Cyrus. Who would play a rival with Madonna for it to even make sense? Pain. Madonna versus. All right, I'm gonna just say Madonna. Give me the person. Give me the other person's first initial. Their real first name initial is S. S. Mm-hmm. Samantha? <laughs> okay, I feel like this is taking too long. Yeah, just go. Give up. Madonna versus Lady Gaga. Oh, come oh. on. I'm pissed. <laughs> Who would have you know that? Ryan's looking I'm like <laughs> Did you know that? Of course no, she'd be on SNL. Did. She's theatrical. That yes. would make sense. So when she released uh, Born This I'm Way. Mad. I'm done. Oh, when God. she released Born This Way. Lady Gaga was not even on my mental. She wasn't on my radar. But remember in college, that's she all was people listen to. When when Lady yeah. Gaga, like when she blew up, we were still in school. And she was all, all over. over. With the, the hair. The meat dress. Wow, 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 wow. The white girl yeah. with the booty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But <laughs> thank you, ladies, for playing. Yay! Thank you. That was a good game. That was, that was good. good game. That I was, was like, let me see how, let me see what I can do with that. This. Was good. That was good. I wonder. I wonder if any of you guys out there got all the answers correct for real, or did you take the L like me and Joey? <laughs> I mean, who won though? Well, you know what? There, we together. We there got is a lot of information in these feuds. Some of it you don't even need to pay attention to. This is yeah. true. Let's so, just get to the music. Yes, we are about to break it down. But Oops. before we get started, we this was really after the whole Drake and Pusha T beef that just came through. So we were like, you know what? Let's do an episode on feuds. Musical feuds, musical beefs, you know, rap beefs, and just like talk about... How music can just bring people into 
their emotions mm-hmm. and you know? bring some great music mm-hmm. for the culture. For the culture. Yeah, but I want to ask Do you, for ladies, the mm-hmm. what did you guys think about the Drake and Pusha T? Mm. Beef and who do you think won? Which is <laughs> obvious, but who do you think won? I, I think it's a clear winner of a pusha mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Story of a especially because yeah. Drake never responded, and but he was told to not to respond allegedly, which sucks. Well, I I hear a double disc is coming out, so you know. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll do it like this guy that I'm about to talk about. You know, and drop it on the record. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you keep it in the music, save it for the record. Maybe he was yeah. building anticipation. Keep it on the wax. Yes. Exactly. I mean, I was very excited when this beef happened because I know Drake is like Mr. Petty Betty. Mm-hmm. He's the pettiest motherfucker of all times. Mm-hmm. Especially when he sent out the um, invoice. Yes. About yes. him. He. I mean, he is true. He yes. did revive the man's career. Yes. He I said mean, for promotion and career, career revival, like I was just like that alone is like okay, okay. what what you got? Come on, right. you know what I mean. Yeah. And then I think the beef led to a lot of accusations um, and brought a lot of people in the mix too because mm-hmm. they were um, some people accused ASAP of telling Pusha about mm-hmm. Drake's love child. Really? Yeah, I ASAP? saw that, and then ASAP came out and said. I had nothing to do with it. Stop putting yeah. my name in this. So Ooh. it just caused a lot of friction between a lot of people. Um, and then, you know, I feel like Pusha's, you know, fans, they were like, you know what? Wait, my man, he's a lyrical genius. He got this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did feel like, you know, Pusha was real disrespectful yeah. on the song, which is, you know, hey. Yeah, that's that's, that's hip hop. Yeah, that's hip hop. And that's the nature of the game, as Quana is saying. So mm-hmm. I was here for it. I love, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. like every moment. I feel like I was yeah. I was um, documenting every moment to you guys in the group chat. I was like, yeah. listen, sending it. And then as it was happening on Twitter, I was posting it on the story yeah. on IG. So I was like, everybody with me on this like yeah. and I was just calling so many people getting their opinions and it was just like a great conversation for the moment the weekend mm-hmm. I just loved every moment of it I lived yes. for it well I would have loved to hear what Drake wanted to say after we might still hear it. we might maybe, still hear I mean hey maybe he'll but, save it as like a exclusive I mean, track but right something. after that Jay Prince went on the breakfast club right. Saying that he made a call to Drake and was like, oh, you know, this is it. This is done. Do not respond. Leave it alone. Like, we're not going to go that low Mm -hmm. because I guess people did feel that Pusher Pusher was really disrespectful and just kind of, you know, below the belt on that Mm -hmm. one. I mean, I don't. But then also mm -hmm. Drake is. I feel like when he has beefs with people, he kind of like mends them up a little bit because he had beef with um, Tory Lanez. They had oh, a little mm-hmm. beef. They squashed yeah. that. Him and Meek, I think, are cool now. At least <laughs> somewhat. Cool, somewhat. We'll, we'll learn about that when later. Quana, yeah, when Quana. But I mean, I, I feel like you need to have as a rapper. You need to have beef. You, I think, you have to be very cocky and confident about your artwork right. and just be that dude to just like go toe to toe. Somebody want you know, if we want smoke, I got it. I got you know it. what I mean? But I so think- you just have to be ready for that at any moment. And I think right. it it's a great way to position yourself. Right. Especially in this like this male dominated industry. You know, guys, they want you know, if they could, they could just put their dick on a table and everybody could measure it up. <laughs> like that's what they would want to do in a real world. But that's real. that's just an essence of what they're doing. True. You know what that's I mean? True. Marking their territory, letting you know who run the South, who run the West Coast. That's true. You know, Kendrick when he called out Everybody's yes. first name on, it. on, on Big Sean's song on someone else's he record. Out Big Sean on his own. Song. I didn't even know that was Big Sean's song until after I was like, oh, oh, oh. oh. And Big okay. Sean was just like, you know what? 
we gonna let Listen, that ride? Every time Big Sean comes to um, Breakfast Club, Charlemagne always brings that up, and Big really? Sean's whole energy just be shifting. I'm like, <laughs> damn, Charlemagne is petty. Charlemagne be He's like, he be like, he be like, I just gotta ask you something. Though. I just gotta say something. <laughs> You know Kendrick bodied you on that song, right? <laughs> and I'd be like, don't do oh, that. No. That is hilarious. Shout <laughs> I, out to Charlemagne. I like Big Sean. I do. I, I do like him a lot. Charlemagne, when there's a beef happening, him, Joe Budden, and Ebro, oh, they be on Twitter. They're like refs, like yes. refereeing yes. the whole match. Like, yo, tw- Pusha, you got 24 hours to respond. Yo, yes. Drake, you got... If Drake doesn't respond right now, Pusha automatically went. I loved yeah. watching that on Twitter. It yeah. was so entertaining. Yeah. Like, who needs TV? Shit, I was... For real. Twitter, Listen, It's live feed, <laughs> and I love that energy. You feel yes. like you're in the moment. Yeah, it was, like, so good. I was like, I mean, who mm-hmm. needs to read a book? I mean, yes, read books, but... <laughs> I was please like, read a book. please read a book. But I was just so thoroughly entertained. Yes, yes. entertained. Definitely entertained. Yes, let's yes. keep it entertainment, guys. Keep it entertainment. Off the streets. Off keep the it. Streets. Keep it in the music. Please, off the street. Keep it yeah. In the music. We don't want you know nothing yeah. happening. Not at all. Out here. We I, love y'all. I think with like that too. Another another thing is that Drake and Pusher are from like different times. Mm-hmm. Like I personally would consider Drake more of like a commercial type rapper versus like someone who's like in the streets type of thing. Well, I think that's why he is good at freestyle because he knows that he's not this like tough dude out here like Mm -hmm. talking about selling drugs and killing people. So people are going to naturally come for him because Mm -hmm. they're not going to really, I mean, especially in the beginning, they're not going to expect much. Right. And then he comes at you and he's like, Mm-hmm. Look, I also have this skill. Like, don't test me. Like, you may think I'm soft. I'm not soft. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He, he and also people, knows. he has oh. people around him too that are about that life. I, mm-hmm. When I mean, you're in that position, you need you to have people you don't need around to be you. The one in the fight, right? You have people who are around you. He has goons, as we've this heard, true. who are about that life that handle people. <laughs> so maybe that was a warning. Like, yo, push up, calm down. Like, you don't maybe. want these goons, these Drake goons, because yeah. I heard I know they're we, vicious. I know we always reference back to Atlanta, but that just made me think of Clark Kent when he was in the studio and he's yeah. all quiet yeah. and whatever and his dude was like I was like okay yeah. uh, Gambino came out and said that he knows someone in the industry that's basically like that oh. so I was like oh is that Drake? I don't know <laughs> that was a great episode I don't know I didn't that was I great watch, and he but... said that's based off of an actual person oh, so nice. who it is I don't know you think Kanye I, got good? I think it's Chance I th- yeah, people were saying Clark, Kent, Clark County or Clark Kent is supposed to be um, oh, Clark Kent or Clark, Clark yeah. County is supposed to be Chance. But mm. what do you think about Kanye? Do you think Kanye has goons? I think so. I think naturally. Mm. No, no, no. That nigga be in Calabasas, <laughs> <laughs> smoking that ganja, <laughs> or taking his. Oh, let me no. not. Uh, too, too soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. Oh, about to go there. I was don't don't do that. Come not, on. Not now. I don't, not think, after that, so. I don't <laughs> see Kanye as a person who would need to fight. Well, I mean, he even spoke on the Drake and Pusha thing in his tweet and said it's all love. Like, yeah, let's squash that. Like, yeah, so on he his new things. album, he credited Drake for one of the songs. Oh, really? He, he's a he's a contributor and writer, so that's mm. what Drake was saying. Like, I'm I'm I make your team. I yeah, I like, am I'm the inspiration. Yeah, like he wrote "Father Stretch My Hands." He said he gave him like sixty plus hours yeah. of mm-hmm. content and. Uh, Connie even was, tweeted what did he it. Say, Father stretched my hands and had to get it from me. Yes. Okay. Petty right. Betty. Petty okay, Betty. let's get into it, Joey. So what's the first beef that is on the table? Round one. Round one. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, get out Well, today we're going to take it back a little bit, and we're going to talk about the infamous Nas and Jay-Z beef. Mm-hmm. Love okay. them both. Okay, 
Love them both. So I love talking about this because back when it happened, like I was fairly young, but doing the research, I'm just like, damn, I didn't even know like this is how it started and this is how it ended and mm-hmm. all the detailing behind it. So this one's a little detail, but I'm gonna try to just, you know, touch on the necessary stuff. Yeah, keep mm-hmm. it cute. So Basically, what started off the beef, allegedly, was back in 96, Jay-Z was working on his debut album, Reasonable Doubt, and he had a studio session set up for him and Nas to work on the track, Bring It On. Yes. Mm -hmm. And basically, Nas didn't show up. Jay-Z was obviously super pissed. Right. And um, when he came out with Dead Presidents, he sampled Nas's The World Is Yours on that record. Yeah. Great record, though. Great record. Great, great Great record. Mm -hmm. J. Cole even redid it. I was going to say that! But I left it for you because I already know know how you are. I had to figure out a way to say J. Cole or Drake in every episode. (laughs) There was it. Round one. Round one. (laughs) Okay, so basically that happened. Dead Presidents came out. Dead Presidents 2, by the way, came out. Nas heard that. He was a little tight about that. To say the mm. least, like, whoa, why are you throwing shots at me? And in the beginning, um, the messages back and forth was a little subliminal. The words, if you really listen to it and break it down, then you're kind of like, okay, I think they're talking about me. I think he's talking about me. So as a rebuttal, when Nas dropped, it was written a couple weeks after that came out, which is why I think he may not have showed up to the um, studio session because he was working on his own music. Mm. Oh, okay. And they're both from New York, so I feel like yeah. there may have been a little bit of like, you know, who gonna come harder, Under, but no one really said it, you know what well, I mean? He was probably just like, well, if I got an app, you know, if I'm busy. Right, I'm trying to work on mine. Like, yeah. I'm not, The studio is money, so you should like, Yeah, respect. Be, yeah, say something. Respect, but... That's mm-hmm. that's my thoughts on it, but who knows why he maybe somebody it. amped up his head with like, yo, you don't have to go to that session. <laughs> I mean, let's leave him when you got the goons in your head. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> let's leave that nigga on red. <laughs> okay, so then after that, um, Nas came out with the song on it was written a couple weeks after Jay dropped that album, and he basically referenced Lexus a few times, which everyone knows is a car that Jay Z references a lot. Mm-hmm. And the line goes, Lex with TV sets the minimum. So in a quote, Nas basically said, I saw Jay-Z driving a Lexus with the TVs in them. So I got rid of my Lexus. And at that point, I was looking for the next best thing. It wasn't necessarily a shot at Jay-Z, but it was just saying that that's the minimum you, that's the minimum you gotta have in order to like stun or like be successful. He's like, mm-hmm. nah, like I could do better than that. Mm. So um, he was like, I wasn't really taking a shot at him, but naturally he fell into that category. So it is what it is. Ooh. Basically, mm. So at that point, I was like, okay, subliminal is not direct shot, but you know, it's hip hop. They leave leave it to be interpreted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you everything. Know what I mean? But everything Jay Z does is up for interpretation, Every- especially this music- day. musically. Yeah, him and his wife, they did a whole album. You mm-hmm. can take whatever you want from that, yeah. but they mm-hmm. put it in the music. They control the narrative. Exactly, which is important when you're doing your art. That's what yeah. it's all about. You should mm-hmm. control the narrative. Okay. After that, basically, like a year later, back in 97, when Biggie passed, we both know Biggie's from New York, Nas is from New York, Jay's from New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggie was known to hold the throne as um, the king of New York hip hop. Right. When he passed, Jay-Z just naturally was just like, well, shit, I'll take the throne. I'm the best. Yeah. Obviously, people who are Nas fans, Jay fans, they're just like, yo, is that a shot at Nas? Y'all both doing, y'all both Yeah, right you're now, both from music. New York, uh-huh. yeah. How different styles, different, different styles, but, well, questionable. We'll uh, talk about that. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> it was kind of like, was that a jab at Nas? Like, how, how are you the king? It's kind of like what um, Nikki and Cardi doing right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nikki's like, I'm the queen, da 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 But we'll, we'll get to that yes. next episode. Different boroughs. <clears throat> yes. Exactly. So I feel like that right there kind of kicked off the bad blood between them that they didn't directly address mm-hmm. until later. Subliminally. Subliminally. Until later. So then when um, Jay-Z was on, was doing Rockefeller Records, he had a few artists under him, like Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak got involved with the whole beef, threw a few, a few shots at Nas, and then it kind of took off from there. But what really 
took this off flight directly is when Jay-Z dropped. What he dropped? He dropped The Takeover. Hey. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so on The Takeover, this is what he said. This is kind of what kicked off the actual beef per mm-hmm. se. So he says, I know you miss it, Nas, the fame, but along with celebrity comes about 70 shots to your frame. Nigga, you lame. Use the fag model that Carl Connie Esco adds. Went from nasty Nas to Esco's trash. Ooh. Had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage. And then later on in the line, he says, so yeah, I sampled your voice. You was using it wrong. You made it a hotline. I made it a hot song. Hey. And you ain't, you ain't get a coin because he didn't get paid for using that sample, by the way. Oh. <laughs> and you ain't get a coin, nigga. You was getting fucked then. I know who I paid God. Searchlight Publishing. Hey. So. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. So that basically solidified what, what initially started the beef in the first place. Got it. So what you think Nas dropped after that, guys? What, uh, what, what y'all think he came with after that, guys? <laughs> Fire. Fire. <laughs> and everybody knows that record was Ether. Yes. Yes. And then it was later reincarnated as Sheether. Hey, Ether is Sheether. Listen, Ether. Like, I was young when that came out, but my sister and my brother are big hip hop heads. And mm-hmm. I just remember the energy, like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fire. Okay, so as a rebuttal, Nas dropped Ether. That was back in 01 on Stillmatic. Mm-hmm. And he basically bodied Jay on that, in my opinion, but I'm sure that's the consensus here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love okay. Nas. Nasty Nas. Nasty Nas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so he basically called out Jay, talking about how he inspired his career. He birthed his career and calling Jay like a phony. Like, you out here trying to claim the streets, but you really not about anything. Yeah. Like, you're, you are nothing, mm-hmm. pretty much. So he said... Um, False. In 88, you was getting chased to your building, calling my crib, and I didn't even give you my number. Mm-hmm. All I did was give you a style for you to run with. And then he also accused Jay of, like, selling out, basically saying, y'all niggas deal with emotions like bitches. What's sad is I love you because you're my brother, but you traded your soul for your riches. Hey. Mm-hmm. Well, that's up for t- conversation, too, because everybody feels like he's an Illuminati. Ooh, that thing. Do you remember back in college? Yes. When, oh, my God. <laughs> we used to be research. V- Vigilant Citizen or some yeah. shit? Yeah. Was that the site? I think it was Vigilant Citizen. There Vigilant was a point Citizen. in time where everybody was doing what? Like the the three fingers over the eye yeah. or something. Yo, we used to research for hours. Shout out to Abina. We used to Why are we up. not studying? Girl, it's college. I mean, who does that? I know. <laughs> but listen. Yo, we would sit there for so for long. hours researching stuff about the Illuminati. Who yeah. some of them they sold for these riches. Like, yeah, and then Abina's like, he's an Illuminati. He's, he's an, an Illuminati. Illuminati. We can't support him. We can't do it. Every, uh, every week was a new artist who was now. But then he addressed that later in songs, too, about the Illuminati and how he's not yep. a part of it. But they kind of like, he like played it off. He didn't necessarily say no, but he was kind of like, I know what you guys are thinking about this and yeah. whatever. Well, Beyonce, too. She said it in songs like, y'all stupid. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We're doing that. Yeah. Oh, God. But that's why they control their own narrative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They talk about it when they want to talk exactly. about it and address it when they want to address it. They let you like the fish feed. They, they give us the tea when they ready. When yeah. they ready. Okay, so then later on in that line as well, he also says, I'm going to quote another lyric. When these streets keep calling, heard it when I was asleep. That this gazy and Cockefeller records wanted beef. Started cocking up my weapons, slowly loading up this ammo to explode it on a camel and his soldiers I can handle. 
Now, we already know how Jay-Z looks. So, so talk about the camel. And I mean, he kind of just went in with a bunch of other lyrics. I'm not going to quote everything. You guys can go ahead and listen for all the I mean, if we doing, you know, who's finer. Hey, it ain't a question. It ain't a question. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's not about looks. It's not about looks. It's about Beyonce is like she's happy with her man. Okay. Hey, hey. And they created an empire off of that. Yeah. So ladies, it's not all about It's not all looking. about that. Yeah, it's what you can create and uh, build. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. I try to speak talk to myself about that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> is very much attracted to Jay-Z. Very much. Because so, I mean, you know attraction, I mean? listen, as we get older, especially, like, attraction is more than just looks. The looks is the yes. initial attraction, yeah. but when you get to know somebody, like... a lot like, more behind it. Yeah, because I dealt with some fine motherfuckers, and they are... Mm. Mm. <laughs> silence. Silence. Moment silence. of silence for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> the shade. It is dark in here she can she can talk all about that tea we gonna get to her that's a that's a third episode i know for real so after that so ether came out you know jay-z was a little was a little hurt was a little hurt he came out with the um, yes yes he did he responded with was it super ugly because Mm. nas went out his you know talking about he's ugly okay nas you super ugly he's a super ugly i got he come for his soul he said i got some super ugly facts for that ass And this is when he talked about having a three-year affair with Nas's baby mama at the time. Jay-Z was having a three-year affair with her? Yeah. Let me just, let me just get wait, that line. Hold wait. on. You, like, for real, for real? No, like, legit, for real. She actually did a, um, what's her name? Carmen. She did an interview. This is the mother of Destiny. Mm-hmm. She did oh. an interview with Vlad TV a few years back, and they spoke about what did she think about everything, and she was just saying, like, this was an emotional comeback because he was heated, because he knows that Nas bodied him, but she basically said, yeah, that happened. But what she said was during that time, mm-hmm. her and Nas broke up. They were co-parenting, so they broke up, but they were still on good terms. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel like you know that Nas and Jay-Z yeah. are... Why, like why why but, would you go there exactly but let me just back. let me just read a few a few bars from super ugly so jay-z been with mad bitches before beyond so are we surprised that he was with becky with the good hair and cheating and doing all that stuff no okay. i mean are we ever surprised by what these men do but anyway that's another conversation that's, that's the fourth episode <laughs> <laughs> ryan looked up like can what? i tell you like <laughs> yeah he's like remove the heat from me my like, brother I'm not involved every time I'm talking about men to my like little brother he's like 16 and he was just like I feel like that energy is directed towards me he takes it personal he was like stop it like I feel like he's like oh here we go yes what what do we do now like oh my god so he feels like I'm always like, like what do hey. we do yeah because <laughs> he feels like the energy is directed towards him and like I'm he's taking the burden for the men but oh. you know what as he starts dating he's gonna be like you know what my sister talked about yes <laughs> right he's gonna be prepared exactly. like damn what did we yeah. do now <laughs> exactly oh my god yeah. okay but here's a few lines from super ugly So Jay-Z says, me and the boy AI got more in common than just balling and rhyming. Get it? More in Carmen. And then he said, I came in in your Bentley back seat, skeeted in your Jeep, left condoms on your baby seat. Oh! Not the kids. You know, not the little kids. Skeet, 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 skeet. 
Literal oh, kids. Wow. I remember that. I remember yes, that. Yes. So. I thought kids were off limits. Not okay, really. so that that was the thing at the time. So people were basically saying like, nah, Jay, you went you went too hard. Like people were saying about Pusha. Like, like you went too far. You went too far. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're talking about music, keep it between each other, but don't bring baby moms and like yeah. the kids in the mix. Like they were just saying you you went off of emotion and impulse because you were yeah. angry. And you know, Jay-Z also at the time for someone who was like um has such a status. Mm-hmm. for other people to be like, yo, you got bodied by Nas. That hurt his ego, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he just came out swinging, like, blindly, like, whatever, I'm going to say yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm going to really hurt you. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. Wow. But where, where are things today with Nas and Jay-Z? Okay, so as far as right now, after that happened, it kind of fizzled a little bit. You know, the radio stations were kind of egging it on. They would play Ether and yeah. then play Super Ugly back-to-back, okay. ask the um, people listening to call in or whatever. Yeah. And, and Jay-Z's mom actually called in. Ooh! She actually called into the radio. Which I think, station? I think it was Hot Seven. I'm pretty sure. Wow. She called into the radio station and basically expressed her disappointment in Jay-Z and how oh, he needs mama. to... mama! Listen. <laughs> What's his mom's name? Gloria. Gloria. Yes, like, Gloria. Gloria Carter. I'd yes. be like, Ma, get off the phone. <laughs> now, I think he actually called in... I think he called in after she called or something mm, like that. Wow. Like, something Maybe like that was together. happening. Maybe. But basically, she called in to express her disappointment in Jay Z and how she how she raised him better and she expected mm. more and he needs mm. to apologize to Nas oh. for disrespecting the family. Mm. And then I think I think they said Jay Z called in or he made a comment later on about how he um I think he called into the radio station and actually apologized oh, okay. apologized to at least the women not necessarily Nas but right. just the baby mom yeah. and talking about the yeah. kids mm. and I think a lot of females at the time who are either in the industry or people like us were just upset with the lyrics as, as yeah. a whole like yeah. we ain't got nothing to do with this. Yeah. Very suggestive, <clears throat> yeah. Well, shout out to moms for humbling. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So basically after that, Jay announced his temporary retirement with the Black Album. And then four years after the Ether record, um, Jay brought Nas on tour with him Aww. for Declare the War for the um, the show that they had in East Rutherford in Jersey. Jersey in the house. Yes. Okay, so that was about circa 2005, I believe. Nice. Okay, so they perf- they both performed um, Dead Presidents and The World Is Yours. So Aww. Jay-Z did, you know... And then um, Jay-Z said, all that beef shit is gone. We had our fun, but let's get this money. So they decided to focus on business, squash the beef, focus on the money. They're like, we're two brothers in the game. Let's focus on the positivity and getting this money, honey. Yep. That comes with maturity. Exactly. So I'm happy that didn't have to end very ugly because it could have. It could have ended very ugly. Mm -hmm. And I think that says a lot because, as we know, they both dropped albums. Yeah. So that goes to show you the longevity because who knows who could have really ended someone's career yeah. at that point. Like, or life. At, or life. Look at Ja Rule. What are you doing? Yes. Like, can we, yes. Can Getting we get to that? over that fire festival Oh, okay. Thing. But he's doing more than that too. All um, right. Yeah, so let's well, get let's into, get into that. Yeah. Rolling, rolling. Yes. On yes. to tea. What let's you got? Let's roll it, roll it, roll. Like Joey likes to say. yes this is t so i'm gonna talk about the second beef and this is this beef is one of hip-hop's longest lasting most hated still going on yes still going on of all time and if you don't know already i'm talking about ja rule and fitty petty petty scent 50 cent (laughs) he's so petty (laughs) he's the pettiest of them all. Uh, so just so you guys know, this beef started in the 1990s, and both men are from Queens. Okay? So 
Allegedly, the beef started when 50's associates tried to steal Jaws jewelry, which led to 50 getting stabbed at a New York nightclub called mm. the Hit Factory. Mm. Allegedly, this beef, the real reason why they have beef, is still quite murky. No one's really divulged mm-hmm. or spoken about it. So hopefully they'll have a come to Jesus moment like Jay-Z and Nas <laughs> one day. Right. And we can figure out what the true beef is. But like any beef, this led to music. And, you know, at the time, 50 was an up-and-coming rapper from Queens. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get his foot in the door. And the way he was trying to get his foot in the door was, like, coming for other rappers. So Ja Rule wasn't the only person that he was coming after. Okay. He said stuff about Jay. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody yeah. was up for grabs. But the Ja thing came head-to-head when there was, like, physical, you know, ramification for what was said. So... 50 put out a mixtape, and he had tracks on the mixtape called Life is on the Line, I Smell Like I Smell Pussy. And Ooh. then he also made skits making a fun of Ja Rule's voice. <laughs> and having Ja Rule, like, he was imitating Ja Rule singing over pop records <laughs> to make fun. Singing, you know what I mean? huh? You, yeah, we know sing. he started that, right? Yes, yes. Oh and then goodness. the song came out, and we're talking about Wangsta. Yes, that's when everybody was like, yo, who is 50? Who is he talking about? I still remember that music video. Yeah. Go Kwana. Hey. Hey. Yeah, so that's when everyone found out who Mr. 50 Cent was. So... That came out, everybody was like, whoa, what's going on with Ja? Because, you know, Ja Rule was at the height was. of his career. Murder, Inc., all He that. was on pop Murder radio. Murder, Yeah, mm-hmm. hip-hop. He was like the... He was the original singer, nigga. I agree. You know, if we want to... That's another conversation, too. Mm-hmm. Yo, that song he has with Mary J. Blige is Oh, Rainy good. Days? Yes. I don't know those rainy <laughs> days. I got a long time trying to wash away. <laughs> smile, smile, smile for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, oh my gosh, every Ja Rule, Ashanti, yeah. Charlie Baltimore, Charlie Baltimore. Yeah. So it was yeah. like Ja Rule was in his bag, yeah, literally yeah. in his bag. And Fifty was like, "I'm gonna ruin this bag. I'm gonna mm. tear this bag up, this and I'm gonna put this bag in my own keeping. And I'm gonna come up, you know, with um, G Unit, and mm-hmm. we'll come up with my crews. We don't have crews like that anymore. They have the G Unit. They have Murder Inc." It's not, not really. Well, you know what I think? I think like streaming services and online kind of ruined that because back then everything was very label heavy. Yeah. So everybody yeah. had their label and that was their crew, that was their set, that, that, that's, that's who I they see, belong to. Yeah. But I see Kanye trying to relive that with again. The music. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to stick with this generation. The For only us, other one I can think of is Maybach music. Yeah, Maybach true. music. Even and then Meek Mill, Dream bit. Tracers, and then we have J. Cole, Dreamville. But true. like those artists. But it's not as. Yeah, because when like. G Unit, we were like, oh my gosh, we loved everyone who was on the label. Yeah. They had singles and people pushed for them. Yeah. And they were featured on each other's singles. Yeah. Now they don't have that camaraderie anymore. Or yeah. uh, TDE. Oh yeah, TDE. TDE, oh, yeah, I think TDE. would actually be okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I say TDE because they all do music together. J Rock just dropped that dope ass album. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But, is very good. Yeah. but yeah, but yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So once once Wangsta came out, you know, Ja Rule had to come with a rebuttal, mm-hmm. and he came out with Blood in My Eyes. But it didn't, it wasn't received that well. It wasn't as effective as Wangsta. Mm. I guess people were looking for something more fresh. Something and they new. got And they got that new I remember album. that album. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, so really it wasn't well that, Yeah, it wasn't well received. And people, it was like a fresh, you know, 
fresh for everyone to hear 50s. Right. That's a different flat rap. Back, right? Yeah. Flat back. Okay. But I think it dropped in the summer too, right? Yeah. Winks at least. Yeah, Winks. So that was a good summer like, summer hit, song. So yeah. And he's replaying. new and he's hard and you know yeah, what I mean? New York. He got shot nine times. So people's like, yo, he's harder than Ja Rule. Like, he you got know secret. what I mean? Yeah. So then this beef got a little even more messier. Mm-hmm. So after Ja came out with that record, Ja Rule's team left bullet holes in Violator's office um, where 50s reps worked. And then, as a rebuttal, later that same day, after the bullets were shot up in the office, Murder, Inc. was ran out of 106 and Park. Oh, really? Yeah. 106 is yes. shit. Yes. Wait, yeah. how? Okay, so what happened? Um, that's all that I saw. They say that, I guess, uh, Murder, Inc. was at the studios, and then um, 50s people came, came in through. there, and they, like, intimidated them, and they had Yee. to, like, get out because they knew that Jaws people was the one who shot up the... And it's so mm. easy because that's New York, so it's like, yeah. they just make a few phone calls, yeah, and they're up there in a second. Yeah, not that far. You get there real quick. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so the beef got so bad that Minister Louis Farrakhan tried to get involved. <gasps> mm. What? But neither parties were having it. By the end of, by 2005, Jaws' career came to a screeching halt. He went from number one artist to no longer, and it was all because of 50. And the 50s career took off, and Ja Rule was like to dust. However, rolling it back to present time, Mm -hmm. the feud continues. And what kicked it off? What happened? (laughs) It was the Drake and Meek Mill beef that trickled this beef you to spark a match again so another beef trickling another beef. yes and which kwana will get to that in a yes. second um Crazy. so ja went on twitter and he said that he went on ig writing oh he said if y'all want to compare beefs i'm gonna need someone to get stabbed talking about the meek encouraging mi- yes wow. yes so then he received wow. he put that on twitter and then he received a lot of backlash from, you know, black Twitter, everybody was like, don't, you're promoting violence, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. So he came out later and apologized. Then, again, Drake beef with Pusha ignited something else with 50 and uh, Ja. Ja Rule put up the restraining order that 50 Cent has on him on mm. IG, calling it out. Saying, I didn't oh, even know that. Yeah, he put it on IG saying, telling 50, like, yo, you have a restraining order on me, so who's the... You Wait, know, who's 50 the, has a restraining order against, against Ja. Ja yes. Oh. So he's like, so who's the pussy? Who's scared of who? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have a whole restraining that order on me. That means that something else must have happened maybe yeah. recently behind the scenes. Because, I mean, while 50's out here working, Ja Rule's not doing too, too much. So he's he's a little more hungry, I would say, to yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, like back against the wall type of shit. Well, right now, with 50, everything that he's doing, and he has more to lose. Right. That so too. he may be on Twitter talking, talking Yeah, but shit, 50 but... still rides the petty bad bangwagon mm-hmm. and he uh, posts subliminal stuff on IG all the time mm-hmm. to Ja Rule. And they go back and forth all the time. I don't think it's as serious. Maybe they can't really do anything because of this restraining order. True. <laughs> and then, Keeping you know, it cute for the, for the gram and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And then Ja Rule still to this day says um, that his diss record was the best diss record of all times. Um, and then 50 responded saying, you bum ass nigga, get a strap. So <laughs> get the strap, get the strap. They still have beef. Uh, I wish they will have a come to Jesus moment like Jay-Z and Nas mm-hmm. and kind of like squashes. But I really want to know. I don't think it will ever. Yeah. There is more physical. There's 
Yeah. There's a lot more involved with they them. They had an actual, like, shooting up at the... Yeah. Like, yeah. Stabbing, yeah. Stabbing, yeah. yeah. And then if you think about it, Murder, Inc., like, disappeared after all of that. It too, did. Because Irv Gotti was in but some But there was a lot of stuff with too. Irv Gotti, Yeah, going too. on, too. So yeah. kind of like, you know, you're not always at the top forever. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. comes in. And, like, 50, he's... I mean, he's at the top right now because of his show Power. Right. But musically, we're not really having that much. He don't need to because he has his business. I now. mean, I feel like what a lot of these rappers did from who came out in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, mid-2000s even... Like they started investing their uh, money into into other things because a lot of people would say the music isn't really what make the money. Like right. you have to yeah. try to figure out a way to build longevity by yeah. investing it or getting tapping into other yeah. elements of the industry or whatever. So yeah, that's but true. Yeah. But I like this beef also because I feel like we were around the age that we could understand it. I mm. feel like with the Jay Z Nas and then Tupac, you kind of had to go back to it. We like, had to go back to it. But this beef, we lived. And right. we were a part of that moment. Right. So I felt like it was something good to talk about. But yes, let's talk about what's going on presently. Kwana. Yes. Well, this is the most recent um, beef that we chose, which kind of <laughs> stems a little bit from T's beef. So, of course, we are going to go back to 2015, mm-hmm. uh, which was only three years ago. And, of course, this beef started with a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> That rhymes. Wow. This beef started that goes with a tweet. That goes to show you... The power of Twitter? The power of Twitter and what year and era like yes. we're in. Yeah. Versus beefing like, over, yes. beefing over We tweets. beefing over studio sessions, beefing over tweets. Yes. I know. What's people, beef? People getting stabbed. Yes. Now we getting over tweets. To, to, to tweets. To tweets. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's where we've come to today. Okay. So basically... And I had to read this a few times. I, I like went to a couple sites because I, me, all I know is that people beefing. I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear the music. So I had to like really understand like what was the issue. So basically, um, Meek Mill, uh, his album Dreams Worth More Than Money came out 2015. On that album, there's a song Rico R I C O, um, featuring Drake. So Drake is on. Drake did a verse on that album so when the album came out um drake did not promote the album or tweet about it or whatever i guess whatever meek mill thought he should have done he didn't do so Mm. it didn't say anything about there being like a contract like Mm -hmm. since you are on this track you must tweet out whatever i think meek was probably just in his feelings Mm -hmm. because he also called out wale who was on the same label as him maybach Mm-hmm. music oh, okay. saying well Wale didn't tweet out my album and then <laughs> Meek Mill must have gotten his feelings <laughs> so he tweeted stop comparing Drake to me too he don't write his own rap <gasps> that's the tweet that started it all that's the tweet that Ooh. started I remember that tweet yes <laughs> <laughs> yes and he said stop comparing Drake to me too he don't write his own raps that's why he ain't tweet my album because we found out Oh, so people are like, okay, we don't. Like, a lot of people didn't care. Yeah, so <laughs> he doesn't write his own raps, but he's on your album. album but now you're mad because he, he sounds didn't silly. Tweet it, mm-hmm. so you're gonna call like, okay, fine. Like, what's going on? And he did the same to Wale. So Wale's like, oh, here it goes. Wale so <laughs> Wale is funny. Uh, I, mm. Did you hear <laughs> what he said about his complexion is the reason why he's not? Well, that's not what he said because I watched the interview. It wasn't exactly that. Taken out of context. It was taken out of context. I felt. Oh, they. Mm. Oh, okay. Clickbait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't sound like something he would say. No. He he made a point to it, but yeah. 
It yeah. wasn't. But it wasn't yeah. exactly that. And it wasn't like he was whining about it. He was just saying naturally, people do tend to like, you know. Lighter skin. Lighter skin people. Like mm. naturally. But he wasn't saying that's the reason why, per se. Yeah. So, um, okay. So after that tweet came out. And of course, now you have multiple rappers mm-hmm. coming out of the woodwork. And basically, you know, giving their opinions on things. So, you know, you have fans talking about, oh, Meek Mill, you know, you're being silly. You're like, you know, you're just in your feelings. Like, what is the point of this? Right. So Meek um, let out another tweet. What he say? Saying, <laughs> he ain't even write that verse on my album. And if I would have knew, I would have took it off my album. I don't trick my fans, LOL. Oh, Okay. So he's saying Drake tricks his fans? He's saying Drake does not write his own music. So that's where that all stemmed from, and that's what started this feud. Um, and then Meek Mill sent out a couple more tweets. So he said, when he said, when he said the dream girl shit on Rico, I thought he was coming at me, LOL. Then Youngbull played me the verse. A few people on Twitter caught an alleged tweet from Rick Ross that featured him choosing Drake over Meek Mill. Meek quickly tweeted that Rick Ross was right beside him and that it's really love. We don't act like we cool for the camera. So all in all, Meek Mill was in his feelings Mm -hmm. and he decided to just take a shot at Drake because he didn't get the recognition or the promotion that he felt like he deserved. I don't know if something was said maybe behind the scenes that Mm. was like, yeah, man, I'm going to, I'll tweet it out. And then it didn't happen. Well, they had the whole Nikki, I feel like Nikki, him, I don't know. That I mean, also, at the end of the day, I feel like yeah. with these beefs, what we know is always half the story. Yeah, yes. I think there's more. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, of course, you know, people on Twitter, entertained, watching this. Chris Brown posted a photo of himself <laughs> on Instagram, Reading smiling, it. like, at least it ain't me yeah. this time. Yeah, that <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> Chris Brown is always doing something. Because him and Drake. Yeah, and, getting yeah. in trouble. So, he's like. Drake had a few uh-huh. beefs. Yeah, yeah, a few beefs. A few beefs, but yeah. Um, he so, survived them all except one. Yes, except one. Can't win them all. Nope, you can't. We'll you see can't. on the 29th. Wait a minute, pe- Pokemon, gotta catch them all. <laughs> so OG Mako popped up in the conversation talking about um, who the Ghost Rider was. So oh, yeah. he called mm-hmm. out Quentin Miller. Yeah. Saying like, yeah, you know, we knew this. It's Quentin Miller, blah, blah, blah. You know, he wrote on If You're Reading This Is Too Late. Mm-hmm. Great album. He's credited mm-hmm. with Six Man, Ten Bands, Know hey, Yourself. Yes. A lot of records um, there. Yes. Ten but what, what basically the way he explained is that he's credited because he is, you know, a contributing writer, not a ghost writer. Mm. He's Got just you. a contributor. Got you. Um. So basically, Meek Mill tweeted Quentin Miller's name, and that was like confirmation. So of right. course, here comes people. You know, people are like, and people will research. Listen, will research and they and take things back. and run run with it quickly. Yes. Take things and run with it. Mm-hmm. You know, saying all this stuff. So, um, so Boy Wanda got involved, and Roscoe Dash got involved, and. Then Lupe Fiasco decided to get oh, on God. Twitter and have a really, he had two really long, long posts I'm called sure The Haunting, did. part one and part two. And he just basically explained like, rapping is an art form mm-hmm. and you work with people. No rapper writes 
100 no, percent no singer of no, everything no singer yeah. no rapper that's not how it works and that's okay rapping has always been that way and it's always going to be that way mm-hmm. so Lupe, just overall he's basically saying that we are artists we work with people we collaborate and there's nothing wrong with that you're going to write your lyrics yes but you're also going to collaborate with the people around you mm-hmm. and people better than you mm-hmm. you know like it's an art form so it's not just about who's more authentic because they write every single thing. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not how this works. Um, so yeah, so basically just Lupe just wanted to, you know, throw his two cents in and just show people that, you know, it's not like that. And then Noah 40 Shabib got in there and was 40, tweeting. 40. OVO, OVO 40. Yes. <laughs> so he Love came him. to Drake's defense and on Twitter and was just like, look, I've spent maybe 30 minutes in the studio with Q. Nice enough guy, very talented. If you're asking if he contributed to if you're reading this, yes, he did. You guys can, and then he said, you guys can research that. He's credited on the album. And he said, rap has a stigma about writing your own lyrics, and rightfully so. It's a very personal art form, and it's rooted in speaking truthfully. Right. Thankfully for me, Drake isn't just a rapper. He's also a musician and a producer and a creator. So he's basically like coming to Drake's defense. Like, That's his bestie. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he said, you're smoking that shit. If you say you're <laughs> selling, um, you're smoking that shit, you say you're selling. If you think someone wrote that shit. Mm. Like, basically, you know, mm-hmm. people write stuff I all think, the time. I think where the stigma comes from too is because back in the day with rapping everybody talks about like you know rap battles and yes. stuff like that so that was yeah. off the top of the dome you know right then yeah. and there so yeah. most of the time obviously you're the one writing that yeah. but yeah. people gotta understand rap has evolved yeah. over it's the not years the same thing. it's not the same it's a production it's a mm-hmm. you know like it's just different and people roll with their teams and there's so much so much else that goes involved. Yeah, you have like these lazy rappers that say the same thing same over and over and thing. over. They yeah. need to hire more writers. Okay. Oh, that real. made me real real quick. That made mm-hmm. me think of um when Nicki Minaj was going for Eric Bellinger, who I love. Yes. But when she was doing Anaconda, Eric Bellinger was promoting Anaconda, and he posted a thing like "So happy to be on this on this song or whatever mm-hmm. to have contributed to this." And she tweeted back and was like, "I don't know him. Like, what is he talking about? He wasn't on this." So then when Eric went on I think Breakfast Club or 97 I forget which one but mm-hmm. he basically did an interview and he was just saying the way that they do it in a lot of studio sessions now is there there's a whole bunch of people Team. in there mm-hmm. so even if one person is trying to do this someone might just say oh that would be good if you put this there that alone that's a contribution mm-hmm. you know what I mean like oh that song if you put this if you switch up the beat at this part that's all you gotta say that's a contribution gotcha. so he was so saying check. but he didn't wow. get paid for that so he didn't get credited he didn't get if you get credited then you get I don't I don't know the the details but yeah. I don't think he was credited but I think that he knows obviously I was yeah. there and I contributed uh, some It's part probably to like it. a percentage you yeah. contribute exactly. to get money. Exactly. So I think was Char- I think it was Charlemagne or Ebra I forget which one he was on but um what they were saying was like probably for someone like Nikki who is a rapper she didn't want to she didn't want people to think that she wasn't writing her own stuff. Mm. Right. So for you to say that you contribute and people know you dabble in R&B mm-hmm. and hip hop people automatically think w- oh they wrote exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. When contribution can mean a lot of things. Yeah. So yeah, just want to say that. But yeah. And and one of the last tweets that came out from 40 is, if so if someone wants to be upset that Drake made a great album, go for it. Get mad all day. But don't ever question my brother's pen. Hey. Um, so later, after that, there was a two-hour Beats 1 OVO Sound radio show. You know that mm-hmm. radio show that OVO has on um, Apple. Um, and Drake played the song Charged Up. Which yes. was allegedly taking shots at Meek Mill. At Meek. Mm-hmm. So um, basically some lines is, 
Uh, niggas snitching on us without no interrogation. I stay silent because we at war and I'm very patient. Six God is watching. Done doing favors for people because it ain't like I need the money I make off a feature. I see you niggas having trouble going gold, turning into some some so-and-sos that no one knows. Ooh, I like the way that sounds. <laughs> Brought me back. Yes. So he's just like, he's just referencing like, you know, I was on, I was a feature. You're mad about the music that I make, but I was a feature right. on your, like, so you have trouble selling. Mm-hmm. You put me on your album, and now you're mad. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Meek Mill responded to Charged Up on Twitter saying it was baby lotion soft. <laughs> <laughs> he petty, too. We know that. And then he said, I can tell you wrote that one, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He felt yes, the baby. He said, I heard that shit. That shit was very soft. Baby lotion soft is what he said. Because remember, he was on tour with Nikki at this time. Right, right. The Pink mm-hmm. Print tour opening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Meek Mill uh, even referenced the, the Biggie and Tupac beef. He's mm-hmm. like, we aren't going to focus too much uh, energy on that. But I'm going to let you know, when it comes to this rap shit, Biggie and Tupac had to die to become the greatest. If you're going to be the greatest of this shit, just make sure you're doing your motherfucking pen game and keep it all the way 100, Mm -hmm. basically. So while he's on tour with Nicki, when he gets on stage, he's like saying little things to the crowd, you know. Amping it up. Yeah, amping it up. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in Brooklyn, he's like, see, a bitch-ass nigga can't write my raps. You know why? You don't have the heart or the mind frame or the intellect, (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know how to pronounce my motherfucking words in my raps. Oh my so God. that was that was basically Nikki. Hmm. Like basically egging it on yeah. in a way, but saying like, well, that wouldn't happen to me because, you know, I'm smart and y'all can't even pronounce these words that I'm saying in my right. raps. Whatever, you know. So, you know, they were a couple at the time. So she's going to, you know, ride for her man yeah, I mean, and defend yeah. him and, you know, just let people know, yeah, you know, well, that wouldn't happen to us because we write our stuff and we're real. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay, so then... Of course, on July 27th, Hot 97 DJ Funk Master Flex premiered um, a, uh, he did a premiere of Meek Mill diss track that it, well, he said, you know, fuck Master Flex, he always saying stuff, but (laughs) he basically said, I got a diss track from Meek and I'm going to put it out, Mm. but it never came out. So people were like um where's the track yeah like where's the track yeah. what's going on and then meek tweeted out after that lol like i guess they're you know, basically having fun with it at this time mm. like ha lol teasing it kind of teasing or... it you know mm, you know hey there's something coming out so of course drake is like you know what i'm sick and i'm tired i'm upset and he was like you know what fine i'll release something else here it comes so of course back to back comes out People are losing their minds. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. And of course, there's, there's so many some quotable. iconic, quotable lines. <laughs> yes. So as, many quotables. Is that a world tour? Or, or your, your girl's, girl's tour? tour? I know you got to be a thug for her. This ain't what she meant when she told you to open, open up, up for her. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there was... No response after that from Meek Mill. And of Quiet. course, after that, Drake went... Didn't he go to Toronto for... OVO Fest? Yes, OVO Fest. And he even, even then, of course. He had a whole bunch of Meek Mill memes. Had a whole bunch of Meek Mill mm. memes up on the big projector yeah, screen. Everyone's laughing, making fun. Mm. So Meek Mill's silent. And then, then, here comes Funk Master Flex again. 
And he released the song Wanna Know, which was a Meek Mill disc freestyle. So basically by this point, nobody's paying attention. Right. It's like, okay, we don't even care about that anymore. We already got it what we needed. It took too long. It yeah. took too long. We already know. We already we claimed got the we winner. Needed. We already know who won. That's it. So, um, yeah, it's basically after that point, it just sort of fizzled. Everybody claimed Drake was the winner. Nobody cared if Meek Miller responded at all up. at that point. Yeah. Then, he, then he got locked up after that. Him and, and Nikki broke up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that was basically the end. Yeah, so yeah. at this point, I don't know if Drake and Meek are cool now. Maybe they are. Did he speak? I wonder if he spoke on anything while the Meek push was locked it. up the last time. Oh, I don't, I don't think I so. Don't think, I don't think. I don't remember so. Did Meek speak on the Pusha T situation? No. He probably was like, I don't want no smoke. I know. Leave me out of this. Let me focus on what I got to focus on. Let me not get involved in nobody's The memes came mess. out and assumed yeah. what, he was, what he was thinking, thinking or but, saying. But I'm sure he's chuckling. As I kept... Researching this and reading, uh-huh. apparently this beef was reunited because Meek Mill dropped an EP last January. About what? Oh, I don't four know. slash four EP talking about Drake and basically like when after he, the beef or before the beef? This is he after. was just he was just locked up. He just got out. I think this was right before he went in. Oh. But I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not who knows? aware. The site yeah, may be wrong. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> familiar. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's that beef was, yeah, that beef is definitely mm-hmm. iconic. There's it so is. many, uh, it's hashtag worthy, quotable, caption worthy posts. Yeah. And I then, feel like after Meek came out, the energy kind of shifted a little bit. I yeah. feel like yeah. people are willing to give him more of a chance a yeah. little bit with it. I think people yeah. still liked him after the beef. They still I rocked with so. his music. Well, I mean, he, a lot of people thought that he... Some people thought that he actually won, won yeah. beef. So Really? Yeah. Wow. I heard people fans. say that they... Right. I mean, maybe. I mean, Yeah, some people just don't like Drake. That's true. So yeah. anybody who comes... You're always going to come for the guy on top. But how could you think someone won after charged up and then after back-to-back, back, and then they don't respond. But well, when they heard Wanna Know, and Wanna Know did come out, mm, they thought that was true. actually... Yeah, better. If it, you know, taking away the time frame in between Yeah, the yeah they still thought it was good. They thought Wanna that was a decent, you know, decent yeah. enough track. But everybody so. was still pushing, you know... And then that's, like, one diss track that everybody was singing out at the clubs, mm-hmm. the parties. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew word for word mm-hmm. that song because it was just so good. Because, like we said, okay. Drake is also very commercial, so he knows what's going to get the radio play to kind of yeah. force it in people's ears. Like, yeah. you have no choice but, but to, to like listen. This. Exactly. Yeah, and if you're okay. the person on the other end of that beef, like, how irritating is it to hear it every time I'm you go out? You. That's so, like, I wonder how he was feeling in his mind. Like, oh, my gosh, yeah. like... Yeah. Well, I think at that point, that's when the legal troubles started God, coming yeah. in. So, so he I, didn't have to focus on It was on like, that. yeah, his focus his, was... Okay, real life. Yeah. yeah. Real life shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, Interesting. This, yeah, it was great. Well, this is a great <gasps> episode. I hope everybody learns a lot about the different yes. various beefs out there. We various gave you a beef. very... I sure did. Let us know what your favorite beef was, what we didn't talk about. Yeah. Let us know. Talk There's about so many. It. You, you guys remember when BET did that um, series... Um, where they basically broke down beefs. It was like, what's beef? Beef is when a nigga like you can't sleep. I remember that. And they were talking about when I think the game and 50 had beef. I think they broke down the Ja Rule beef Mm -hmm. as well. Like so many other stuff. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I remember that. There's so many beefs. Beefs will continue for on forever. So yeah. 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 Well, thank you ladies. Um, 
please be sure to catch us on the gram, Woo-hoo. Twitter. We on Apple Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, we are on Spotify with a dope playlist. So don't forget to follow us on all of our platforms. Yes, yes, and we'll keep you up to date with the latest episodes and the four one one musically. So it's been T. It's been Joey. And it's been Quana. We out. <laughs> we out. Bye. Bye.